Welcome back to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Now, calling all beauty bosses who want to make a massive impact and massive income. Putting your focus into your brand is the move. So today, we are going to hit the branding conversation from a different angle and discuss how your salon decor can reinforce your visual brand identity, build trust and loyalty with your clients, and establish the kind of consistency that leads to a sustainable and successful business. Now, I've said it before, and you know that I'll say it again, (laughs) your visual branding is a vital part of communicating what you do, who you serve, and who you are to ideal clients. But I still and will always encourage you to do the foundation work first so that you can be sure your branding hits all the right notes and speaks directly to those dream clients. Now, if you are feeling stuck in this area, I want you to go to www.jodybrown.ca slash BBB waitlist. I will put the link in the show notes and get on the waitlist for my group coaching program, BBB. We're going to be opening back up in the fall and it's going to be a really transformative experience for you. So if you have been listening to this podcast and you're like, you know what? I'm ready. I need to make a move. I want you to go ahead and again, go to jodybrown.ca slash BBB waitlist and hop on that waitlist because it is a game changer. And you can see some of the stories of stylists who have taken the program and what they've experienced at that page. So with that being said, I want to introduce you to my guest. Her name is Allie McKinnon and she is a hairstylist, salon suite owner, and interior design enthusiast who has taken all her passions and fused them together to create The Organized Hairstylist, a brand that's purpose is helping hair pros get organized in their physical space and create salon suites that they love. So today's episode gets really actionable and I think you're going to love it. And we're going to talk about which pieces are worth investing in, how to make a big impact on a small budget, and what the costs actually look like to go majorly custom. That part is going to really surprise you because it definitely was a way different number than I was expecting. (laughs) So remember, hair pros, your brand is the single most important investment you can make in your business. And that's not me saying that. That is Steve Forbes from the infamous Forbes magazine. So no matter where you are in your business, investing into creating a brand that you are proud of and that attracts your dream clients is going to be one of the most important things you can do for sustained success in the beauty industry. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. You're listening to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Here we talk about creating a career you love. We go deep into mindset, marketing, business, and life as a hairstylist. I'm your host, Jody Brown, a hairstylist veteran turned branding and marketing mentor for ambitious, inspired beauty pros like you. On this podcast, we share the real stories of leaders within the beauty industry and actionable trainings that leave you with the tools and guidance that will inspire you to build your best life as a hairstylist. From branding, business, and marketing to mindset, life, and finding fulfillment, no topic is off limits here. Get ready to be educated and inspired. This is the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. Hi, Allie. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. 
Hi, Jody. Thanks so much for having me. So I can't wait to dive into this topic today because I haven't mentioned this to you before, but I am definitely a big time interior design nerd. Like decorating and redecorating is probably one of my favorite pastimes. <laughs> so I cannot wait to chat about this in regards to your salon or your salon suite. So we're going to go all in on interior design, salon design, and organization for beauty pros. But before we get started, can you just introduce yourself to my listeners and give us a little bit of background info on you? Of course. So my name's Allie McKinnon. I am a hairstylist that's based in Southern California. And like you, I'm a complete interior design nerd. I mean, ever since I was little, I was constantly rearranging my room and getting in tons of trouble, like personally trying to move giant pieces of furniture. (laughs) I felt like the design of the salon that I worked at was really important. And when I felt like I was outgrowing the space I was in, the design of my suite became like the number one passion of mine for months. So I'm just really excited. This is probably my favorite topic ever. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait to dive into it. And you know, it's funny because I have never really thought of it in such a conscious way, but the way that your salon or your salon suite is decorated is so huge when it comes to your brand and communicating that. Cause I know that anyone who's listened to the podcast before will know that I'm very passionate about consistency in your experience. So from your website to your Instagram page to how they feel when they walk in the door and interior design is a huge part of that. So Where would you say, like, what's that psychology like behind interior design for your salon suite? Have you noticed that your clients feel differently? Is this something that that has like a real benefit to stylists to really concentrate in this area? Oh, definitely. And I love that you said consistency, especially with your brand, because honestly, I feel consistency is what builds trust with our clients. Yes. So when you have that consistency between your website, between your actual salon, between your social, it just automatically has your clients trust you a little bit more than they probably would if they hadn't looked into you. Yeah. So I feel that how your like how your salon looks definitely plays into how your clients feel when they enter the space and when they leave the space. So I mean, it could go from as simple as the color on the walls just to like how you have things laid out. If you're more of a maximalist and you like to have a lot of things on your shelves, kind of like big energy, big personality. Or if you're more like me, where I'm more minimal, everything's super clean. I think it kind of just attracts the dream client because it's so personalized to who you are. Totally. And it's, I I love that you said that it's so personal or so personalized because I feel like we can sometimes get a little drawn into trends and, you know, what everyone else is doing in with social media and like with being a fashion forward industry, which I mean, trends are important. Yes. However, I think when it comes to interior design, like there's so many different directions you can go in and that's going to really contribute to that emotional connection. And it's the same with branding. So I think that like, Like with your branding, with your interior design, it's probably really important to figure out what you're trying to communicate and the kind of experience you're trying to create versus, you know, just your own taste. Like, do you think you need to kind of balance those two things? 
Oh, completely. I think what it comes down to is I kind of like to tell like stylists that I'm coaching that the first thing besides like measuring and all that fun stuff is finding something that I like to call your heart item. So with your heart item, it's something that's like super personal to you that you feel conveys your personality, but can fit within your like professional design. So for example, like mine is I have this giant like 16 inch disco ball sitting in the corner of my room. Cool. I feel like it just kind of like speaks to who I am as a person, like a little more fun, a little more sparkly, but it fits in with the overall design. So like it doesn't overpower the room, but it still gives that personal touch. So it's finding the moments of like, okay, this can inspire the rest of the design and is fun and funky, but it also isn't taking away from the fact that this still is a professional environment. Oh, I love that. So is that then, is that like step one? If someone's, you know, either moving into a new suite or they, or, or they want to, you know, kind of focus in more on creating that experience. Is that where you'd recommend that they start? Or is that, is there like a step one when it comes to creating really inspired interiors in your salon space? So what I feel for step one, I feel like that's probably step one of the fun part of it. Like for me, I always recommend measuring as like my first concrete step. Like I am such a nerd for taking measurements of everything, including like every drawer (laughs) to make sure that everything you're finding can fit. So you're not just going back and forth between things. But I say color story and heart item are like your first fun steps to your design. Oh, I love that. Okay. So as a like digital branding kind of nerd, for lack of a better word, <laughs> is your color story in your salon generally reflective of like your your brand palette on your website and your social? Is that does that generally have to flow together? I feel like it does, because again, it all goes back to that consistency. Agreed. Yeah. I was hoping you'd say that. (laughs) Yeah. I think that that's all. And you know, when we talk about branding, it's, it's all about that communication and the visual communication has such a huge emotional pull and it only makes sense to bring that into your suite or your salon. Mm -hmm. So question, if you are a salon or, or if you're a suite owner and you're kind of limited on the amount of things you can customize, what advice do you have for stylists who are in those types of situations where, you know, you can add a few things, but maybe you can't can't get as custom as you would like to? Are there things you can do that are big impact items that are going to help you create a certain atmosphere, even if you can't change absolutely everything? So, I mean, I feel like the number one thing you can do to make your suite look more custom, even if you're limited, is switching out your styling chair and your shampoo chair. Because, I mean, most suites come stocked with the basic chairs available to you. But if you can change the color of them, the shape of them, anything, like it's going to automatically make your suite stand out from the others in the building. I love that. So what do you look for when you were creating your, when you were opening your suite, what kind of things did you look for in a salon suite building? Because probably a lot of my listeners are either, you know, in suites already or thinking about getting into suites or maybe you're salon owners, but what do you think as far as like, are there things that you think are really important if you can incorporate them? Like for instance, windows, square footage, like any of those kind of things. 
did those make a big impact in your design choices or in your choice of where to open a suite? I feel like it did. So for me personally, when I was looking for my salon suite, because I definitely was contemplating for probably a couple of years before I found the place. Mm -hmm. So what I did was when I decided on the location, I went through and looked at pretty much the entire floor that our like suite space is on. And I found the dream room. I found the room that I was like, okay, I know this one's taken right now, but this one is the goal. And so I knew if I could just get in that I could eventually hopefully upgrade to that space. But I felt that the entire building fit the vibe. Like even the building is in my color story. So I very much lucked out on that aspect of it. And I even went back down to like client experience. Parking was super important to me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's a big part of it too. So are there general like rules of design for a salon suite that you recommend stylists follow? Or what advice would you give as far as getting started in? So you've got like your your heart item, you've got your color palette. Where do you start? What kind of items do you look at? What can give you the vibe that you're going for? So I always recommend after you find like your color story and your heart item, going with the concrete things that you need to do your job. So starting with your big ticket items. So starting with like your chairs, your mirror, everything Mm -hmm. like that, that you know you need to have to do your job in your space. And then from there, you can go on to the smaller tools that you need. Mm -hmm. So from there, like I pretty much did like all my brushes, all my bowls, all my bottles, like making sure all the smaller things that I can control and I could customize, I made sure fit within my brand. And then from there, the fun stuff. Well, and there's so many options now too, right? Like there's, you know, even when it comes down to foils, your blow dryer, your curling iron, it's really cool. That's that kind of stuff wasn't necessarily available when I entered the industry like 17 years ago. (laughs) So I love that there's so much more choice there now. Mm -hmm. And I think my favorite thing is just finding things you wouldn't expect to use in the salon. So for me, like one of my storage options, they're actually kids toy storage benches. And I just was like, oh, this kind of fits. And it is a huge like storage option for me to kind of hide all the things I don't want clients to see because I feel like in a suite, clients see everything. (laughs) So finding those little moments to like hide the things that maybe don't fit in our brand is kind of important as well. Yes, I love that. And that's kind of like the second thing that I wanted to get into. So that is the perfect segue (laughs) because you talk about organization as well, right? And I think that's particularly important in a small space. Definitely. They come usually with like the basic standard. So they come with like a station that has like a couple drawers. They come with like the side, like the back bar side of it, I guess, that have drawers and maybe a cabinet. Mm -hmm. And so they're not always the prettiest. So, I mean, you can customize it in terms of like just switching out the handles, like making it a little more you if you can. And then some places even allow you to remove certain things. So what are some of your favorite organization tips that you can share? So I love drawer organizers. I feel like it's so basic, but just literally, I like I said before, nerding out on even measuring the drawers. I like to mm-hmm. find little like dividers and compartments that I can like make a home for my certain items. So I honestly have a drawer dedicated just to like cutting and styling. So in that drawer, it is 
all my shears, all my combs, all my clips. So I know when it's time to cut in style, I just have to go to one place and it makes my job so much easier. Yeah, that's interesting, actually. I never thought of the like time saving and efficiency side of that. It's kind of nice to just like feel comfortable and be like, okay, I know I only have to go here and I'm not running around trying to find that one comb that I need. Absolutely. And it probably saves you a lot of time at the end of the day too, if everything has its own space. Exactly. So is your, when it comes to organization versus like design, have you ever had to choose between the two? Like, (laughs) and what would you choose if you had to, like, if there was something that was going to really help you organize, but it wasn't necessarily pretty, would you find another option? What would that look like? Oh, I would painfully find another option until I found something that works. I am so that brain that like, if it's visually appealing, I'm automatically happy. Yes. It's literally just, it may take more time, but being dedicated to find the solution is like key. (laughs) I love that. So when a stylist then comes to you for like coaching, can you give us a sneak peek of the process that you take them through? Yeah. So it kind of goes back to how we've been touching on before. Like I usually guide them through like my measuring process and how to like keep track of everything. Then we go into like color story and heart item. Then we'll go into like your concrete big items and tools of the job that you need. And then I almost like to go into a little bit of mindset work Mm because like, yes, you have all the concrete things and you're like, okay, this fits in the color story. But like, let's get into like the personal things that kind of show who you are, but can kind of show a client like, hey, you're in a safe space here. Like, this is a little bit of me. Like, I want to get to know a little bit of you as well. Mm, the connection factor. That's huge. I love that. I love that. This is something I'm curious about because this is a very specific niche in our industry. (laughs) And I love that. I'm so here for it. But I'm, I'm curious, how did you know that you wanted to help other stylists to create beautiful design and organization in their suites? Was there like a moment or take me through that? I'm so curious. So I think the moment for me was when I moved into the suite I'm currently in now. I'm very fortunate to have a window suite. And so I think I'm the only one in my building that doesn't have the privacy film on my door. Mm -hmm. So the amount of times I have random people just standing outside my door staring in here and asking me all these questions about like, oh my gosh, where did you get this? Oh my gosh, where did you find that? I think it just kind of was like, oh, like I seem to be getting asked these questions a lot. (laughs) And so I'm just like, well, maybe there is a need for it and it's something I can help. And it's obviously something I love. So I just thought it would be kind of fun and I feel like I'm good at it. So why not help others feel proud of their space as well? Totally. And it's one of those things. I think that's always one of my favorite educator stories when you can go in and, you know, it's, it happens very organically. I had a very similar experience when I got into education a few years ago. And I think it's, it's one of those things where you're like, Oh, not everyone is naturally good at this. Exactly. <laughs> Cause we really assume, I think what we're passionate about something that it's just, it comes naturally to everyone. And mm-hmm. so I guess that kind of segues into the next point I wanted to make. If you are someone who, because I think a lot of stylists are naturally like very creative and I'm very interested in interior design. So 
when, when it comes naturally to you and you just need guidance, I think that's one thing. But what if you are, what if someone's listening and they're like, I've never even thought about interior design and I honestly don't really care. Like, is it something that you think is important to kind of, because for me, I'm going to give this some context. If someone came to me and was like, I don't really care about having a brand. Like I, you know, it's not that important to me. It's not something I care about. I'd be like, well, this is something that is important and you should care because this is essentially the entire impact that you're making on a potential client. So I would be like, even if you're not interested, it's still important for that particular part of it. What are your thoughts on interior design in your suite? Like, do you think it is enough to just kind of open and, you know, have whatever's there and like, and just do small things? Or do you think it's really important to go through the entire process? I think it all just depends on where you're at in your career and what you're wanting for your career. So, I mean, I feel like everyone's in a different situation. So it could be where their goal is just to get into a suite and it, is going to have to start with just a few things. And like, Mm -hmm. that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I really feel that if you are craving those dream client situations where you want someone in your chair, that's going to be on the same wavelength wavelength as you and someone that kind of just is also drawn to your energy, the more custom your salon is and the more it speaks to who you are as a person the more you are going to attract those dream clients in my personal opinion. So I feel like it's super important. If someone wants to kind of do this interior design on their suite and like make everything really custom, what kind of budget are they looking at? And I know I'm sure it can vary, but just kind of like a ballpark. So for me personally, I'm a girl that loves to ball on a budget. Like I am very into Ikea hacks. I like Amazon, anything I can find that's a good deal, but that looks really good. I'm all about it. So for me personally, I think I probably spent about $2,000 and that was all in customizing pretty much everything I possibly could in my space. That is so much less than I was expecting you to say. (laughs) (laughs) And you can go the more custom route and get more things done. But for me, I am like, let's make this look good and spend the least amount as possible. Oh, I love that. So, okay. That's amazing. Cause I was thinking you were going to say like 5,000. <laughs> and you know, if anyone is listening and wants to see Ali's salon suite, like what is the Instagram for your, for your salon? Cause it's, it's beautiful. Thank you. So I have two going right now. The one dedicated just to my salon that probably has a little more of my hair work on there is citrine.hair. And the one that has more of a showcase of like my design is the organized hairstylist. Perfect. And I'll pop the links to both of those in the show notes. So $2,000, that's like a pretty reasonable, when you're starting a business, that's awesome. But I want to ask you if, if someone has like maybe a really tight budget, so Mm -hmm. maybe like, let's say you're opening your salon suite and your budget is $500. What are like the big, like, and maybe that, so maybe that rules out like getting a new chair and all that kind of stuff. What are like the highest impact items that you think you can get on like a really small budget? So I really think the items that your clients are going to interact with the most are probably where you should put your focus on. So my big splurge item was my mirror. So if your budget is, let's say like $500, I think finding the mirror, the thing that your clients are going to be staring at themselves through the entire appointment can make a huge impact. 
Yeah, that's a really good advice, actually, because I think mirrors are one of those things where they can be a definitely a big statement piece. Yes. And it could honestly like carry your design if you wanted. Like your heart item could be your mirror. If you find one that you feels like, yes, this is me, it can totally be that too. Ooh, I love that. Okay. And then what are your thoughts on, because this is something that I see all the time, like what are your thoughts on bringing things like plants and, you know, those types of things into your salon space. Do you recommend working with some of those live items or do you like to keep things like, would you use like a faux plant? So I think it all just depends. I mean, so I have a combination of real plants and faux plants in my space. I think if you can get real plants in your space, yes, of course. I think it definitely brings a different energy and like liveliness and it just kind of makes it feel a little more peaceful. But I do understand those that have more interior suites where they may not have access to a window. I mean, my first suite was an interior one and I was the faux plant queen. That was one of the first (laughs) questions I was getting was, oh my gosh, where did you get those? They look so real. And... (laughs) It's definitely doable. So I have a combination of both. I love that. So this is my last question, but this is a big one. So one of the questions that I get asked the most is from stylists who are in interior suites and it's all about lighting. So getting good lighting for, you know, your content creation and then also just the vibe, because I think sometimes if you're in a, in a salon suite where it's, not super well lit, it can kind of have an effect on your energy as well. So what are your thoughts on lighting in a salon suite? Do you have any tips for for that? I do. And this is actually one of my favorite questions. So what I found in my own personal suite when I was on the more interior side was that I got one of those super trendy like neon lights that said my salon name on it. And I actually put it on my back wall. So it was in mine and my client's peripheral vision. And what I found with that is it definitely tricks your brain into thinking you have a window. So it's not something that's like in your face constantly, but it's something you just kind of see. So you're like, oh, there's a light source that's not coming from my door. So it really does make you feel like, okay, you're not just like trapped in a box, if that makes sense. That is so smart. I never thought of having the light source coming from the wall, which makes sense because if you like, even with ring lights, things like that, like having light that's not coming from overhead makes a huge difference in like the way you feel, but also in like your content creation. So that's a really great tip to have something coming from the wall. It's just, it's so funny how just like your brain can convince you of things. So like, honestly, that little like glow from the side honestly makes a huge difference. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Ali, for all of the tips and inspo. Where can my listeners go to find out more about you and to connect with you? So on Instagram, The Organized Hairstylist, and I do have a website as well, and that is theorganizedhairstylist.com. Amazing. I highly recommend that everyone who's listening checks out Allie's Instagram because it is, it's beautiful. And I like as one interior designer to another, I very much appreciate the effort that you put into your space. (laughs) Thank you so much. And thanks so much for having me. This was so fun. Thank you so much for listening in to another episode of the Hairstylist Rising podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and leave us a review. 
be sure to check out our show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's episode. And if you want to get in touch with me and let me know what you're thinking, what you'd like to see on the podcast, or just share your favorite episode, send me a DM over on Instagram, either at hairstylist rising or at it's Jody Brown. I am so excited to see you back here. Same place, same time next week. And until then I am Jody Brown. I am your host and I'm signing off now. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next week.